Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Here the PN1, we are joined by ESPN's Jeremy Fowler here on 92.3 Van Live in Berea. Jeremy, thanks for giving us a couple minutes. Appreciate Anytime, you. time, guys. We're just sweating it up out here. Yeah, I wish the weather was better for you. I really do. I, don't, I mean, like, this is not – you've been to eight different camps recently. This is not the worst, though, from a weather perspective, is it? No, I was in uh, Indianapolis the other day. They had a crazy heat index. Uh, but, yeah, it's like Cleveland's gray all year. This is the one time we could use some gray <laughs> is today. But, no, it, it's it's a nice day, and it's good to catch some Browns action. Yeah, it's funny. I almost feel like I need to, like, apologize as if I'm part of the, the Cleveland Tourism Board for some reason. Like, <laughs> I, it happens. Like, it's, it's hot everywhere. It's kind of wild when you think about it that we still – like, that we do training camps the way we do where it's set out in this heat. Like, we got the bubble right there. Yeah. So it was it really that hard to just move everything? I know you want to yeah. do it for the fans, but is yeah, it that it's, hard? It's a you know it's a toughness thing too a little bit. You, know, you think you want, so? You want your team to push through that for sure. And see how they handle the humidity. Yeah, because you're not doing that in December though. You know what I mean? No, it's different. Uh, there's such a there is a pride factor to that, especially in Northeast Ohio, of playing like being December football tough. Never heard anyone be like, we need to be August seventh football yeah. tough though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear you. But it's you know I always I'll take sun any day over. Over a dome. Oh, me too. You me know. too. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. Uh, were you surprised? The the shortest holdout in NFL history. Kareem Hunt back out there for uh, team drills today. It, it, this is just because of his pocketbook, right? This is the 50 grand large that he was being fined each day. It's the only reason why he's out there, right? Potentially. I mean, I'd like to find out after practice because this is sort of a quick development here. But uh, it's, I'm surprised that I'm not. I'm not surprised because I think players request trades and get mad about their contract more than we think even more than we hear about league-wide. Uh, so these things do come up. It just happened to get public. and But I, I'm surprised that there was a little more conviction with it, you know. Uh, yeah. So I think it was pretty clear that the team, as of now, things can change, but has no plans to either trade him or adjust his contract, you know. We'll see. Maybe I think it maybe make a slight adjustment to give him a little more pay, but I don't sense an extensions on the horizon by any means. Uh, and so, you know, you're only as good as your options, and right now his option is to practice. I mean, in your estimation, it would make sense that Kareem Hunt is here for this year and then he's free agent. And Browns, at that point, you have Deshaun Watson back, you'd assume. You still have Nick Chubb under contract. You got Jerome Ford. You got Dearness Johnson. You'd have to assume his time here as a Brown would be done, Jeremy. For sure. And you got to remember, he's got trade value here. Like, I, I talked to some people around the league who said, hey, like, fourth-round pick for Kareem Hunt. I mean, that's definitely a possibility. Uh, or something a team would at least weigh giving up. He's a mm-hmm. good player. Only 27. Uh, just turned 27, less than 800 career carries in five years. Like, doesn't have a lot of tread. I mean, if you need a, a bell cow back, like, he's the guy to go get. Yeah, but do you think that's the wrong idea for the Browns? A fourth-round pick, and I was looking at, like, Sony Michelle's deal when he went from New England to Los Angeles, a third and a six, you know, something like that. Does that that's a lot, yeah. That, but that doesn't even do anything for me as a Browns fan, sitting here trying to worry about this upcoming season. If we don't, don't have know. if we don't have Deshaun Watson, Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, is a, it's one of the best one-two backs you have in all the NFL. Yeah. There's a drop-off there between Nick Chubb and Dearness Johnson and Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yes, but – and I, I largely agree with you. I'm saying if we're playing the other side – Yeah. Uh, 
if you get a third and a six for a running back right now, that's pretty good. Like just, yeah, for a team yeah. that doesn't have a lot of draft capital because they gave it all up for Watson. True. Uh, and this is an offense where a lot of different people can run the ball. You've seen it. I mean, you saw Dearness Johnson go crazy on what was it Thursday night? Thursday football. night against the Broncos. One one sixty eight. It's a good line, you know. So it it makes you look good. Um, so it, it can make other guys look good too, you know. So I, I could see it both ways. I, I think at the end they they want they know Hunt's a unique skill set mm-hmm. compared to just any running back. So I think they recognize that. But at the same time, you know, if somebody makes you a great offer, you never know. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, joining us here on ninety two three The Fan. Can you clarify for me? You know, I cover this thing every single day, and I'm, I'm even confused at this point when it comes to Deshaun Watson and whether or not he can play week one or can't play week one. I, I feel like we have divergent reporting there. How do you see it when it comes to whether or not he'd so, be able to be on the field week one or whether it's week seven or yeah. what exactly that would be? I've tried to get a clear-cut answer on that. It's my understanding that, um, and this is still fluid, but like the fact that there is an independent arbitrator is a different process than before when you saw like Ezekiel Elliott and some other guys issue a temporary restraining order, which allowed them to their federal case to uh, to stretch on while they could stay on the field, and while that all gets sorted out, and he could be on the field week one. Yeah, uh, this could be a little different because if the arbitrator ruled something. It would it might have to be proven that the arbitrator. Uh, dropped the ball somehow in, in the investigation or in the hearing, and it doesn't seem that she did. She seemed very thorough, so that would be hard to prove. Uh, that's just one thing I've heard in the process. I don't know if it's like ironclad, but uh, it might be a way around that, but I, I heard that's that's potentially a factor. And then also Watson hasn't officially appealed anything. So a lot of times if you appeal um, and the appeal's ongoing, then you're still in the mix to, uh, to, to, to do your work on the field until it's settled, where this one he didn't appeal, mm-hmm. so it's almost like you're – you're taking that suspension, and then now it's a matter of what's added on. So would it be week one? Is that a possibility? Sorry, the, the short answer is I think he'll have to be out week one through six regardless. You do? Okay, regardless. Yeah, okay. Right now that's the best conclusion I can come up with after asking around is week one he will not be in the lineup. Okay. Yeah. Right. But it's, you know, it, it's, it is a weird situation. I haven't gotten firm clarity on that just yet. Do you feel like the Browns are in play for Jimmy Garoppolo if we find out it is longer than just the first six weeks? Maybe they kick the tires on it if it becomes, you know, a lengthier deal than it is now, certainly, which it looks like it will be. Um, as of now, I, I, from my indications, they're not in the Jimmy Garoppolo mix. Like, that's not a, a realistic thing they're doing right now. But can that change? I think absolutely, yeah. I mean, he's, uh, you know, he's not a savior, but he's a, a good player. You know, he's probably more of a game manager at this stage. But, you know, he's got – he offers some things that they might feel Jacoby, Jacoby Brissett does not. You know, we talked about uh, the trade value and everything attached to it. Day two is what the 49ers wanted back in February. Is it still like a day two somewhere around there? <laughs> I don't know. I'd be surprised if really? we got a day two because of there's just there's no leverage here for them right now. Yeah, yeah. Unless the That's Browns fair. create some leverage for them where they're like, hey, we're desperate. You know, Deshaun's out for 14 games or whatever it is, and we, we really need Jimmy G. But I don't see that. I don't see them being desperate in that case. Uh I just don't know what their leverage I Most teams I talk to think that they're going to have to cut them, and that's just the reality because the money's so big, $24 million, uh, You know, they just don't want to have to be on the hook for that when the season starts. So th- they're, they're going to continue to hold this out, hope somebody like Cleveland gets desperate or maybe even Seattle, but you probably don't want to trade them in division in the NFC West. And so, uh, yeah, I, I would be surprised if they got a day two pick at this point. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, joining us here at 92.3 The Fan. What else have you learned in your time here in Cleveland then? What surprise, what's, uh, what stood out to you? Uh, the mighty Browns, let's see. I, <laughs> I think, um, you know, the tight end is an interesting position to me. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I get a sense Harrison Bryant, they're really high on that he's going to get, you know, some good run here. Um, 
As well, Stefanski loves his tight ends. He does. He, he does as a standout this year. But then the problem is they still got to get Njoku going. And they paid him fourteen with the million. Money a year. They paid him. Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, I know they like, uh, you know, Michael Woods, the rookie mm-hmm. uh, that's now hurt. Uh, we won't see him out here today, but I know he's done some good things. I really like him. Excited about him. So they're going to have some options. Um, I mean, they they have a really good team. I mean, the feeling is the defense is is coming along maybe even faster than expected. Like yeah. they're a real presence, especially in the backfield. Uh, so it's a good roster that's a factor right away. That's why it's so fascinating against the backdrop of the suspension because everything's ready to go right now. They're ready to win. It's definitely a win now. Let me ask you one thing away from the Browns, and we'll get you out of here. Jeremy Fowler, ESPN, joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. Hall of Fame weekend. Uh, Deion Sanders says the Hall of Fame is too easy to get into and it's no longer special. Do you agree with that sentiment? That's, that's a tough one. Uh, I haven't really thought about that. I would say... It's possible, but all these guys possible. Are, I mean, these guys are great players, though. Like, you know, Tony Baselli, just because he didn't play in a huge market, he played in Jacksonville, doesn't mean he's not an elite player when he was when he was going, you know. Um, I think it's a good chance to get some of these guys in. Everybody knows there's a, a hierarchy within the hierarchy, you know. Like, mm-hmm. um, you can't expect 20 guys to be in the Hall of Fame. It's got to be expansive, and you need to make room for great players. It, it, football's a sport where there's – you know, there's a lot of greatness out there that's sort of untapped or uh, it was at 53 roster spots per team. So there's going to be more greatness than what a guy like Dion might want to let in. Without question. Uh, Jeremy, we appreciate the time and appreciate you giving us a, a few moments here on this extraordinarily yeah. hot day. Yeah. Uh, hopefully we'll catch up with you down the road. Thank you so much. Thanks, guys. Appreciate Good. it. Jeremy Fowler yeah. right there of ESPN joining us here on 92.3 The Fan. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.